This week on Tea with Queen and Jay, what do dating profiles have to do with class, gender, and misogynoir? Nothing, just everything. Then how to say no to colorism in Hollywood, how the UN is dealing with wartime sexual violence, and last, we'll give a spoiler warning when it's time, but Game of Thrones is a fiction fantasy show that's on that real-time, real-life bullshit. It's Tea with Queen and Jay, people. Drink up. Hold up, hold up, hold up. We got a sponsor. Hey! This week's episode is sponsored by the new ebook Love Your Loud at Work by Thesha M. Shabazz. Love Your Loud at Work Ways to Maneuver Work Shit as a Boisterous Black Woman is an ebook which creatively, in loud girl fashion, shares with loud girls how to manage workplace stuff while still being themselves. Black women are 60% more likely than other black women to code switch at work. Employees are more likely to say something about a black woman's voice, clothing, and or hair as opposed to other women. In the ebook Love Your Loud at Work, Ways to Maneuver Work Shit as a Boisterous Black Woman, Shabazz lays out where these judgments and false ideas come from and what a boisterous black girl is to do today to deal with that work shit. You can find the ebook Love Your Loud at Work and other Loud Girl merch at loudgirlmovement.com. That's loudgirlmovement.com. I don't know how to do that. To rumble, whatever the fuck he does. I was trying to do that, but it didn't work out. Oh, all right. Well, I don't know how to do it either. Welcome to Tea with Queen and Jay. We are two womanist race nerds talking shit over tea, dismantling white supremacist patriarchal capitalism one episode at a time. I'm Queen. I'm Jay. And this is Tea with Queen and Jay. How you doing, Jay? I'm doing good. We're recording early in the morning. Like we actually like took a nap this time and like woke up and got Fresh up in our recording. So yeah, I feel a little bit refreshed, energized. So it's very cute. Yo, how you feeling? I'm feeling good. I keep good. having recurring dreams about an ex. I'm sorry. I don't want to see them. Okay, you won't. They're coming in my dreams, so oh, I'm seeing right. them. Right, exactly. So sorry about I'll, that. I'll deal with that at some point. Okay. Maybe I call her Stephanie. Like, what the fuck this mean? Yeah. Yeah. She'll tell you. It's weird. If you would like to follow the conversation being had on this here podcast, a podcast, you can do so by using our hashtag, hashtag T with QJ. We like when you use that on all the social medias, Twitter, Instagram, Tumblr, Facebook. I don't know. Wherever the fuck you use hashtags, we just love when you use that. We like to retweet it, like it, comment on it, and all of that. Also, use the hashtag pod and that is a now listening hashtag to let everyone else know that you are listening to T with Queen and J. That's right. Mm-hmm. Queen, can you tell the listeners what libations are? Is that your um girl six voice? Sounds a little sexy over there. Oh, I don't know. I just finished my period, which came early. You're welcome for that information. How did we get here? Well, because you know that they say that your voice takes on a different sound when you have your period. Yeah, it does. Yeah. It's supposed to be like, um, well, it's like your voice changes a lot. So mm-hmm. it changes when you're ovulating because you're supposed okay. to sound more attractive and all oh. this shit. Like our body does mad shit right. in order for us to like, I guess, have babies. But okay. I don't want to have those. So mm-hmm. why the fuck are you doing that body? But whatever. Yes. Um. Yeah, go ahead. I'm sorry. All right. I'm in one of those cycles. Okay. My period is So the last time over. you recorded, you was on a period? You didn't no, I wasn't. Oh. Oh. Why? Sounds sexy. Like, hello. Hello. Who is this? 
No, now you sound like a, 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 a black man who likes white women. That's not. Oh, sorry. <laughs> All right, my bad. Anyway, can you tell them what libations? You do yes. what I fucking asked. Can you tell them what libations are, please? Libations are where we pour some for the homies, the ancestors, the people, places, and things that give us black ass joy. That's right. Do you have libations this week? Yes, yes, yes. So I have a few. So, well, not a few, just two. Mm-hmm. But my first libation is for Vanessa of the Vagistine Podcast. She's also going to be at Pod Live. She asked her listeners to listen to her podcast. She asked her listeners to send in abortion stories because last week was Tell a Story Day or something like that about telling your abortion story to so destigmatize a lot of the thoughts and ideas of abortion. Um, so I sent her my abortion story and she put it on her show. Oh, cool. And it was pretty cool. So mm-hmm. I guess we'll, not I guess, we'll put the show in the show notes. You the can link to that to episode. Yeah, yep. so okay. you can hear that. And um, there's two other people who share abortion stories. It was strange because all of us who sent that stories, we don't know each other. Uh-huh. We both, both had two abortions. And then one person who sent the abortion stories, we had our abortions at the same ages. Oh, wow. That's interesting. It was just like, you know, I'm like, oh, my God. Right. In a year two- no, I was doing stupid. <laughs> um, <laughs> but it was interesting. But it was nice to hear other women's stories and not um, the decisions that made them made them us take up, get abortions and the process and all of that stuff. So mm-hmm. it, was, it was cool. It was nice. And, um, yeah, abortions are kind of, you know, just a procedure, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. yeah. These are write-ins or, like, audio? Audio. Um, oh, okay. One of them wrote in, and then I did an audio one, and then another um, person did an audio one. Mm-hmm. I can't remember their pronouns. Another person did an audio mm-hmm. one. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it was cool. And then she gives a lot of information about abortions mm-hmm. and how it is, like, just a procedure and not, like, um the way in which we are socialized to like mm-hmm. medically think is like this huge thing is happening even For though everyone. i think all procedures are right. something you know something's happening yeah. to your body so of course but as if it's like hugely different from like these other procedures that mm. people get like mm-hmm. honestly i don't know why it's separate like you mm-hmm. go to an abortion clinic just for that, but then all other procedures are in like a hospital. So you right. know, like it's just like you know, right. um, that just that's a part of the stigmatization. It's a part of that too. Like mm-hmm. just think that we have to be in these other facilities to get this thing. You know, like you know, whatever. But yeah, yeah it was cool. It's a good, it's a good episode. So all right, cool. Check, check that, that out. out. Dope. And then I want to give another libation to the Universal Circus. Ah, you got to say it like how they say in the ad. The Universal Circus. <laughs> they really want you to... Do be, they still say it like yes, that? Yes, they want you to know they mean soul. Soul. And not I like, like universal. Y'all can hire me for um, voiceover work. <laughs> I'm with the shits. Yeah, so I went for my nephew's fourth birthday and I hadn't been there in a million years. Mm-hmm. I think I went there when I was in my teenage years, mm. maybe. Me, I don't know, but it was a really long time ago, and it was really good. Mad diasporatical. It was nice seeing the different kinds of blacks all around the world doing these things nice. and hearing a different kind of music, um, and seeing kids like have the time of their life. Aww. That was just the cutest thing ever. That's cool. They were like at the club. <laughs> <laughs> They were. The it was so cute. It was. Cool. It was so cute. So yes, if you happen to be somewhere where the universal circus is happening come out see it it's nice to i just like to see 
a lot of blackness in anything I go to. So, like, to see people do... I've been to other circuses or whatever, but to see them to do, like, the tightrope and all of that shit that I've seen in other places, but do it to, like, fucking reggaeton. Right. Or, like, fucking mm-hmm. hear Afrobeat between the fucking sets. Mm. Um, to see people fucking... Um, what's that dance called? It's the last dance I learned how to do. Because y'all got too many dances. Mm. Millie Rock and all of that <laughs> shit. <laughs> That's where like, you got off? Yeah. I, uh-huh. I was like, okay, this is a, I am so older. you off the highway I to will, like your dances. Yeah, this I'll stay like, here. This out. is embarrassing enough. I can embarrass my nieces and nephews with this mm-hmm, dance still. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it's too many though. But yeah, it was, okay. it was dope. I had a really, really good time. Only thing, only feedback I have is just to make it more accessible. Mm. I, I, this new level of awareness just mm. always has me looking at stuff. It wasn't right. like, they did have like wheelchair access and stuff but it was raining the day i went so like if you're chair or even if you're not someone who's physically disabled Mm -hmm. the walkways were like really really like small otherwise you're walking in mud it was just like "Mm, i don't know then it was really loud and my mom was like this is too many lights what if you have epilepsy like (laughs) we were all kind of like what Mm -hmm. the fuck Mm -hmm. um but yeah, so that's the feedback I have. And then the animals are cute. Mm-hmm. They look like their coats were fresh and like right. they were well fed. Okay. But I still was like, they shouldn't be here. Right. They shouldn't be here. Mm-hmm. So like, let them like do what they want to do. Mm-hmm. Like maybe animals shouldn't be part of the circus. Yeah, they shouldn't. And I've been to circuses where there were no animals. Circus eye. Um, this language is stupid um um, yeah i've been to circuses circus i circuum (laughs) i like that i've been to circuum (laughs) with um no clown not yeah but no clowns um and also with no animals that was just like Mm. all about the humans and acrobatics and stuff like that i've been to a circus like that when i was a kid and I was entertained, yeah. and we could do that. Kids don't have to see the animals or clowns. Um, well, that one I went to didn't have clowns. So if okay. they did have clowns, they were still doing acrobatic stuff. It wasn't it. like a, it was more of a Cirque du Soleil. Yes, it was okay. before Cirque du Soleil. Okay, maybe it was Cirque du Soleil. Like when it first, first, first started, it was a school Got trip. It. it was a school trip. Oh, okay. Um, but it was one of those kind of things, just like amazing. Mm-hmm. Um and then there were no animals. No animals. And you were good. Yeah, I was fine. Right. Yeah, I did appreciate the clowns at um Universal Circus. Circus. Mm-hmm. Um, cause they were like just black guys in wigs dancing. They weren't like. Oh, it was like the internet. Yeah, they weren't like being like you know right. you know what that sound means, listeners. Um, <laughs> they weren't doing any of that. But okay. no, nah, it was it was fun. Yeah, one of them, one of their wigs was um. It was cute because it was like mad ass practical. Like one had a huge ass afro, colorful. Mm-hmm. The other one had a huge ass mohawk, colorful. Mm-hmm. And the other one had dreads, colorful. Like it was just oh, like it looked like we're black people, <laughs> right? <laughs> like, right? You know, right. like yeah, you know, like whatever. So go to that circus. It's fun, and yeah, I like it. And they're mm-hmm. traveling circus, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that's cool. Universal. It was was it the same guy, the same host guy, or somebody somebody else? Girl. That yeah, circus right. been with, with you're you. right. It's a new guy. All right, sorry. I take it back. Never mind. Forget what? it. I'm sorry. It's early in the morning. Strange. My bad. Anyway. So Jay. Yo. What are your libations? I also have mad libations today. My libations. I have three libations. Mm-hmm. Number one, my first libations is Marsha's Plate Podcast. Mm-hmm. The homies over there were at BTAC, which is the National Black Trans Advocacy Conference. 
And while Diamond was there, she did two interviews centering non-binary folks. So during the first interview, Diamond spoke to two uh, non-binary activists, Jackson Orlin Icaro, or Icaro, forgive me for if I'm botching this whole name, and Lane Littlejohn. Um, they were both on the podcast talking about their experience as non-binary people. And I thought that that was good, especially considering like we've been talking about and getting questions about um, gender non-binary stuff and haven't really had the range to discuss it. So that was cool that they were talk had actual non-binary folks on the show. I know Marsha's Plate did an episode about it, but none of them are non-binary. Yeah. So she wants to make sure that she included folks on the episode who were speaking from that experience. Mm-hmm. So that was a dope episode. And then um, that was yeah. episode 79. I listened to that one. It was really good. Mm-hmm. And then on episode 80, Diamond spoke to Lane Littlejohn's parents about parenting a gender non-binary person. Mm-hmm. So that was cool. And then the experience of kind of maybe some of the ups and downs that parents go through and like where they mess up maybe in parenting and ways to be supportive and that whole experience. So yeah. So those are two great episodes. I'll put the link to those episodes in our show notes and that's Marsha's Plate podcast episodes 79 and 80 so thank you so much Diamond Styles for those episodes we appreciate you mm-hmm. and also my second libation is for Xena Warrior Princess, the comic book. The latest run is written by Vita Ayala, who is a black Puerto Rican non-binary person from NYC. I wanna, rocking you, rocking you, rocking you. you. I want to say, yeah, right. I want to <laughs> say they're from the Bronx, but I really don't know. I just wanted to say it, so I don't know. But um, sounds like they don't. Sounds like this is a person who's from the Bronx. Yeah, I feel like I've heard them say that before, but I legit could just have made that up. <laughs> okay. But anyway, I got to review the first issue of that series of Xena Warrior Princess for youdon'treadcomics.com, and I enjoyed the fucking comic. I enjoyed reviewing it. I enjoyed reading a Xena comic book that was written by a black person. Yeah, yeah I thought that was cool. I really, I, I didn't see myself reviewing something like that or like, like I remember back in the day watching Xena on TV and enjoying it. But mm-hmm. at this stage, I didn't think I would be able to read a comic about two white women warriors and like not see white feminism in it. Oh, okay. That's You know good. what I'm saying? Yeah. I didn't even know they had comics. And even when you was reviewing this, for some reason, I thought you said Xenon. And I don't know why we... I'm a strange person. Yeah, I was hoping never to hear that again, but here we are. I really... I was like... talking about oh, it. Oh, she's reviewing Xenon. That did Xenon. happen. I was that like, great. Happen. She likes... Yay. So friend. Weird. So strange. Meanwhile, my cat is named Xena Warrior Princess. I did not even put it together. Of course, I'm into the show. <laughs> I'm strange. Why are we repeating it? It was strange. It was awkward. Now I'm reliving how awkward that was. That was really strange. Yeah, you did look at me like, who is this bitch? It was, I know who you are. (laughs) (laughs) It was really weird. But anyway, fuck with it. I'll leave the link to my review um, in the show notes. Make sure y'all read all of Jay's reviews. This is not her first one here. Oh, that's right. It's not. Yeah, there's other ones there. So let me read the other one she has. This is only my second one. So So what? (laughs) So read both of them. I'm, I'm really it's been um fun writing reviews i am using it as like a writing exercise and i'm enjoying doing it and so yeah yo check that shit out and check out xena warrior princess it's fucking lit also let's take a a moment to do a genesia fun fact are you ready make the fun fact sound 
Oh, we don't have as an established. I was sound like, yet. what? I know, I was just joking. But um, <laughs> fun like, fact. Uh-huh. Fun fact. Uh, at every other panel that I see Vita Ayala on, uh-huh. um, at every other panel, I guarantee you, some white Latinx person gets up to ask like about Latinx people in comics and like where they're at and where they can find them and stuff. At, it never fails. It never fails. What? And Vita always has to say that um, they are a brown person and that they are Latinx. Latinx. And actually, I've been... It's so weird how this shit works because I've been at panels where Vita was not the only Latinx person on the panel. But uh-huh. because everyone on the panel was some range of black, mm-hmm. the white presenting Latinx person in the room is like, so where are the Latinx people? Because erasure is that deep. I take that shit personal every time. You should. Yeah, I do. It's enraging, and I want to fight them. I so. want to. I over lately. I've been very in tune with that Whitney Houston gif where she gets when she's in the crowd and she gets up and she's looking behind like, like what what's the fuck? happening. Like, what, what's, yeah, because that would be me. Yeah. Are you serious? Yeah. And then I would throw my shoe like that. Great mm-hmm. warrior did when they threw it at um, George, George Bush. Right. Mm-hmm. Yes. He's they're a warrior. Yeah. Yeah. So I just wanted to point that out because we we talked about that. That happened at one of our panels that we did before. Yeah. But I just wanted to make it clear that I've like seen that shit happen before. And this is a thing that white Latinx people do in black spaces. They will go there in solidarity and like seem to be enjoying this panel full of black people. And then they'll ask so where the Latinx people at. That's yeah. Not it's not. It's not. So anyway, I just wanted to remind white presenting Latinx folks to stop it. Shut the fuck up. Well, you know, God damn! <laughs> just stop it, just just stop it, just stop it, Queen. Yes. Can you tell the people how and why to donate to Tea with Queen and J podcast? Yes, yes, yes. So, donate to Tea with Queen and J to help sustain this podcast, progress this podcast, and keep the lights on for this motherfucking podcast. So, if you would like to donate to Tea with Queen and J, go to our website teawithqueenandj.com scroll down on our homepage and there is where we have two options two our first option is our PayPal option and that is where you can put however much you want in the collection plate however many times you want there is no commitment there and our second option is our Patreon option there is where we're asking for a little bit more commitment we are asking you to give us two dollars a month two dollars you can give more or less that is to your discretion we are into choices and we want you to have them as well um but yes that is our patreon also these links are also in the show notes if you don't want to go to tea with queen and jay.com there's still some access there another way that you could donate to tea with queen and jay that's not monetarily is by sharing this podcast rating this podcast subscribing to this podcast no people be listening to the podcast and don't subscribe I'm yeah not, subscribe I'm, people is me um okay <laughs> i do that to some strange yeah because it's like i'm not committed i'm weird i'm strange mm-hmm. yeah retweet this podcast tag us in those twitter posts when people are like hey i'm looking for a podcast write about this podcast tell a friend about this podcast put out hashtag on the subway just do mad shit to mm-hmm. let people know about this podcast it really 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 Helps us out. And those are ways that you could donate to Tea with Queen and Jay. Factual. If you would like to sponsor Tea with Queen and Jay podcast, if you would like to advertise with us, email us at teawithqueenandjay at gmail.com. If you would like to hire us to speak at your school or organization, if you want us to do a live show or consult, please send us your T-mail at teawithqueenandjay at gmail.com. 
com. Yes. So this week's donation libations. We got new patrons. Juju from A Little Juju Podcast. Yay. Thank you so much Thank for joining you. our Patreon. We appreciate you. We'll see you at Pod and Live NYC. Turn up. Nancy, thank you so much for becoming a patron. Dow Savan opened Dow Savan up their pledge. Thank you so Open much. Open pledge, like yeah. Open that pledge. Open it up. Thank you. Thank you for upping your pledge. We appreciate you. And we got PayPal donations this week. Yeah, so we got a donation from Melissa. And Melissa says, hi, guys. I'm a new listener. After hearing you on Medium Popcorn. Ooh, hey. I immediately RSVP'd a ticket to Pod and Live NYC. So just in case I don't get a chance to buy you guys drinks, I donated a little something towards your drinks ahead of time. Hope and it helps. It does. Thank you. I've also started listening to Queer Walk. I'm a straight woman, but my belief is we all bring something to this table of life, especially black women, and Queer Walk is really good. I have a 16-year-old niece who recently came out to her mom. She said men ain't shit and I choose girls. This happened after her father. My brother took off with another woman and left his family again to survive on their own. I knew there was a lot of anger in her and being in a relationship with a man or a woman needs adult guidance. She and needs adult guidance, and she doesn't have it. I needed a way to let her know that I was there for her without becoming the awkward auntie. So both of you guys show. So both of you guys show has been calming my nerves and allowing me to be there for my niece in a way where she is comfortable to spew. Thank you all for what you do. Two kiss emojis. Ow. Yes. Thank you for listening. I think that this is really interesting. Mm-hmm. Like I think the narrative of being a lesbian because she's like fuck men yeah yeah i think that it is interesting i think that first of all i think that that's something that you should be like allowed to do you know Mm -hmm. i don't think i think that 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 concept has been like placed like old school placed on a lot of lesbians like people assume in the past Elders have assumed that if you are um, a lesbian, it's because you hate men. Well, anytime you speak out against men, it's because you hate men. Right. Anytime. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Yeah, that's anytime. true. That's true. But right, being a lesbian is because you hate men or because something bad happened to you or because somebody did something or whatever. And we know the reality is that that's not like the case yeah. for most mm-hmm. people. Yep. Um, but I do think that there is space, there should be space for people to choose and say this is what i feel like doing yeah this doesn't feel good to mm-hmm. me or whatever so the space for a teenager to say you know what i'm not fucking with men right now like that should be there and that's the key word teenager mm-hmm. you right. know like that this is just this, this could just be the way they're expressing right whatever's going on and what they're using to be comfortable with coming out and all of that stuff Definitely. like we don't know this mm-hmm. is a teenager yep so like it is great that you're doing what you got to do regardless of if you understand her reason and a not mm-hmm, to support mm-hmm, her. For sure. Yeah. For sure. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Melissa. We appreciate you, yo. Yes. And we got another PayPal donation from Heather. And Heather says, to two great womanists, thank you for your great work. <laughs> Will you be at BlurCon 2019? Ow. That's for Jake, because... <laughs> you could come to BlurCon? I probably won't, unless you're, like, doing something. I go to support Jake. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Right now... It's not on my calendar, but is that I, the one that's in like DC? Or something? Yeah, yeah. Okay. But I did. That's go, why I know. Right, I this would be, be their third one. I did go to the first Blurred Con. I had a, an amazing time. It was lovely. So I would like to go again. 
but ain't nothing going on but the rent. That's a fact. That's a fact. But yeah, if I'm invited to come, yeah, if Hilton from BlurredCon or somebody wants to invite me, I'm definitely down uh, to be there. It's not too far. I, I enjoyed that shit the first time I went. So yeah, that's always a thing. Yeah, I would love to go. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah, yeah. Well, they need to know now. Now I'm joking. Right. <laughs> now. Okay. Now. Yeah, it's not on my calendar yet, but um, but I do enjoy Blurred Con, so I would like to go. I will be, however, at Blurred City Con this year. If you would like Women to sponsor Jay, Con. go into Blurred Con. Oh, yeah, you could do that. Okay. Not you in particular, not you, Heather. In I'm general. just saying in general. They can send a donation yes. and say Jay Blurcon. Always. It's yeah. all good. Mm-hmm. You know? Nope, it's nope, all nope. good in the hood. It is. We also got some uh Pod and Live NYC donations on the event right to the RSVP. The RSVP is not closed, but you can still donate to Pod and Live NYC. All the events that we do are generally free. So this helps support that event and keep us able to do other free events like this. Mm-hmm. We got donations from Fuge. Jenny and Brittany. Please forgive me if I mispronounced any of your names. Speaking of Pot and Live, it's that time again. <laughs> pot and Live. Pot Don't you come to Pot and Live. Anyway. Yeah, that's a, that commercial is dope. Yo, I'm going to use it every year. We're going to have yes, to use it every are. year. Yeah, that, was, that was lit. Libations to Marsha's plate, yo, the diamond for that uh, wonderful Pot and Live NYC commercial. Anyway, niggas, Pot and Live NYC, our third annual Black Podcast Meetup is going down on May 11th at Vaughn. This is, uh, we're like one week away, almost, Word. right? Less I than can't a fucking week. wait. Yeah, you're right. Less than a week away. It's going down on Saturday at Vaughn at 4 p.m. Hopefully you have already RSVP'd. We can't wait to see you there. We're fucking excited. It is the Black Podcast reunion. You did not know that you fucking needed. It's going to be a good time. Word. Niggas will be there doing their fucking best before I let go challenge and all Swag other types of shit. Swags, to the ancestors. Yep, all that shit. It's going to be a black ass, good ass time. Our partner podcast this year are In a Whole Uprising, Queer Walk, Marsha's Plate, Bag Ladies, Little Miss Entertainment, Vagisteam, Medium Popcorn, Talking Shit Podcast, The Shade Parade, Him, Brunch and Budget, Mind Over Melanin, Extra Juicy, Dainty Thug, What's this podcast about again? Run the tape and dreams in drive. And our homie fly of brew thoughts podcast will be on deck doing podcast interviews and shit. So we are super excited to be doing that shit. Word. It's going to be good. This is a good ass event. Yeah. That's free. Yeah. We're fucking amazing. We are. We we're are fucking amazing. We're fucking dope, I had yo. to say that in my like weird white boy voice. We're fucking dope. Yeah. So come. Get a load of this guy. I don't know why I said that. That's their who whose man's is this? That's their whose man's <laughs> right, is this? Get right. a load of this guy. Get a load of this guy. Could you believe this guy? <laughs> you believe this guy? Yeah. You gotta be freaking kidding me. Yeah. Who man's is this? That's there. Okay. Okay. You ready to get into the show? Let's do it. so jay yes what kind of tea are you drinking i am drinking um actually drinking like some a fibroid blend it's supposed to reduce fucking fibroids or like you know keep them from growing in your womb and um, <laughs> you had to make sure that beat was yeah it. it's not bad it actually tastes like um cersei tea mm-hmm. so it might be it might just be that i don't know but 
hopefully not a teologist hopefully it is purging the fibroids from my gut botanist deal with these i don't know whatever botanist i guess you could right plants and stuff okay what kind of tea you drinking (laughs) i'm drinking chai tea with a splash of agave yes delicious and what are your pronouns pronouns are she and her what are your pronouns my pronouns are she her they them and what are you affirming for yourself this week i'm affirming that i'm a bad bitch i'm affirming that i'm enough i'm affirming that i'll be self-employed and financially wealthy without trauma yes i affirm i'm in a healthy relationship that will continue to grow stronger hey Mm -hmm. bill Those are my affirmations. I like that. Mm -hmm. I wish all of that shit for you. What do you affirm for yourself, Jay? I affirm that I am not a lady, per usual. I am not a part of ladies. I am not. That is not me. It's not what I am. It's not who I am. Mm -hmm. I affirm that I am enough. I affirm that my apartment is paid for. Mm -hmm. My rent is paid for. Mm -hmm. I am wealthy. Mm-hmm. I am self-employed and my finances are motherfucking abundant and shit. That's right. You know, like I'm That's having trouble right. stuffing all this cash in my pockets. Like I know I could just carry a debit card, yeah, but I'm like, That's nah, right. I want that kind of abundance. Nah, yo. you know, I can't remember it. No, there's this documentary. Okay, sorry, mm-hmm. libation. Okay. There's this documentary on PBS called Boss, and it's about black entrepreneurship and the history of us being mm. in this country after enslavement and our relationship with money and business. Right. It's good. I learned some shit I didn't even know. Like I know black people don't trust banks, but mm-hmm. to the extent of like, there was a a Freedman Bank that white people started for people who were newly free. Wow, that sounds like a setup already. Yes. And they stole all these people's money to the Mm. amount of now would equate to $1.6 billion Mm. of these black people's money. Mm -hmm. Just stole that shit. Of course. No one went to jail for it or nothing. Of course not. I was like, what? Mm -hmm. And then they talk about the many times of which we build wealth and then white people systematically come and fuck it up. Right, right. But but then I also learned- Bootstraps though, right? Yeah. Pull yourself up by your bootstraps. Why don't you do something for yourself, you niggers? Yes. But then there are some happy stories of entrepreneurship also Mm -hmm. and you hear about some some black people I've never heard of who are like living now who are like fucking doing it. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, if you have access to PBS, look for that shit. It's really good. Okay, I had to yeah. say that. I want to watch that. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. The the Shea Butter Baby put me on to that, you know. Okay, knowledge sharing mm-hmm. and yeah. stuff. It's a, yeah, it's a documentary-ass mofo. All right, yo. What's on your mind this week, Queen? Apparently, you have a lot of stuff <laughs> going on. Normally, we make an organized uh, list of shit we're going to talk, talk about, about today. This just looks like a fucking, and all over the place. fucking stream of consciousness shit. Um, maybe pick one thing and um, we talk about that you know i guess we could talk about these dating apps and men's and shit okay so you are on um dating apps yes yeah, so right? i'm on tinder mm-hmm. and i'm on black blk mm-hmm. you did just say that you have a, a bay yeah and a uh, man yeah so right yes no i don't know if you're if you're a new listener um, um, I am not might, monogamous, right. but I don't care if they were okay. like, "What's happening?" Right. What the fuck? <laughs> um, <laughs> fuck you guys. We don't care to bring you up to speed. <laughs> you don't got to know every point of my life, right? Okay. Um, so yes, I'm on the apps, and men, men, mm-hmm. 
y'all need some photography lessons some mm-hmm. selfie lessons y'all like to talk about women and how much we take selfies and all of this y'all need to like practice more mm-hmm. i don't understand what the fuck is up with y'all pictures y'all don't understand angles y'all don't fucking y'all take pictures in weird ass places yeah. why is your why is the selfie in the fucking broom closet of your office mm-hmm. like what is wrong with y'all do you really are you trying to attract um women number one no <laughs> They're not. And and something else, I think that men are socialized or have been socialized not to, like, want to take pictures or not to take good They're pictures. Not care. Or not care about, mm. like, pictures or anything. Um, so when it comes to, like, an app where you have to take pictures or where you have to post a picture, there's still this, like, ambi- you're supposed to have still have this ambivalence about, like, what kind of pictures you post and, like... I don't care about this picture. Yeah. I'm not trying to attract people on this app that's about to attract people. Right, right. So they, they end up posting with, like, this disregard for that whole thing. I actually, I dated a model before, right? And he mm-hmm. had great model pics on his tinder and then you could tell all the ones he took himself were like him staring menacingly down <laughs> into a photo like in the, in the fucking uh, front of his car or some shit it was another one where he took himself i was like these are terrible but he was a model so he had other great pics on there that was fun anyway mm-hmm. also so you're either not supposed to care about taking pics also i feel like men take pictures for other men men do a lot of the shit that men do is uh, for other men yes. and the appearances of other men so, so dumb. it is dumb so i'll see pictures where they look like you actually look like you're gonna kill me you look like <laughs> <laughs> you look like someone Yo, that i would be like running like away that, from yeah. it was like okay i guess you're tough here Right. I liked your other pictures, so I swiped right. Uh-huh. But, babe, you don't need... Like, none of these photos these make pictures. me feel safe. I you feel look like, you're like rob me. Yeah, you look like the person I'm trying to avoid. Mm-hmm. You look like a stalker. You don't look, like, you don't pleasant. Look, you don't look like a warrior. Like, I think right. that they think, like... Right. You don't look like... It's weird. It's those days where we're, you know, when it was like, oh, he's mm-hmm. a warrior. No, like, that's not the times no, we live in. No, Also like i think that there are there is a a subset of niggas who are posing for like a rap album cover (laughs) i think i date those men okay stop doing that right no i don't like it i'm just saying yeah i'm in that pool of men who right who do that do that or they use that ugly filter there's a rap album cover filter yeah it's a mixtape filter yes yes that's Mm -hmm. exactly it yeah and again that's something that i think is like is for other men because it's not like attractive or like appealing or like the pictures with alcohol the pictures with like your middle finger up or like it's very strange yeah i thought yeah it's very strange and it's i like that you bring up that they're doing it for men Mm -hmm. and men don't realize how much they do things for the attention of other men Mm -hmm. right i'm talking about straight men in this instance you are literally on an app Mm -hmm. where women have chosen yeah men Mm -hmm. so you know you you know you chose that you're looking for women so the app is going to make it so women see you Mm -hmm. yep so you know who is seeing you mm-hmm. and you still do this shit for men. Yeah. Like, what the fuck is wrong with y'all? Well, I know it's wrong with y'all, but yeah. like, get that shit together. Yeah. Go to therapy no, and real no. therapy. Women are not your therapist. Like. Yeah. That part. Like. That part. What are they doing? Yeah. The, the like not smiling 
Or like, it's okay if you don't have any friends, but like, if you do have friends, you know, maybe like post a pic of y'all like hanging out together. You know what I'm saying? But it's like these weird selfies that like you don't seem to really want to be taking. You want to be taking some of y'all. I feel like you don't have, you may not have arms because you, yeah. there's no like the the camera's right in your Which face. Which is okay. Like, yeah, it there is okay. There are people who don't have arms. Yeah, so it's fine. Mm-hmm. But I'm talking about these are people whom have arms in their other pictures yeah. but when they take a selfie it's like the f- 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 the phone is like right on your nose yeah they can don't you care. like what is happening they don't care what is happening they don't care what the fuck mm-hmm. i don't understand another day when we have time we'll talk about the niggas on the camel and like the the whole bio no, we have about time. oh we so- do <laughs> <laughs> so there's another subset of niggas on these apps who uh, their main thing is how much they have traveled and how many because stamps they have wealth, maybe i don't know what status. that shit means i don't know what it means but yeah you're right no there is right status attached to that it's yeah. a certain it's a certain type of person yeah the well-traveled negro uh who posts himself on a camel or like Wherever the place is that the blacks are traveling um, for that summer I think or this whatever. Year was Greece. Okay. Well, 2018, it was Greece. Okay. Yeah. That's cool. That's cool. I guess. And talks about how many stamps they have on their passport, says shit in their bio, like if you don't have a passport, passport. swipe left. Um, Negro, you don't have teeth. I'm looking to, <laughs> or the, or if they do have teeth, yo, some of them do. Some these be like the tooth having niggas, like these be the niggas with all the teeth. They be both of them, okay, okay, because they have nerves. It would be motherfuckers with nothing to offer a person, right? Except when they, they say, when they say, what you got to bring to the table, and their table is a busted ass picnic table, like and they can't, and like one of the legs is broken, and they don't know how to yeah. fix it, and yeah. they're traveling because they have a friend with a buddy pass from mm. an airline you know mm-hmm. what i mean like and it's like that's fine because you know i want that hookup too you mm-hmm. know but like presented in this way as yeah. if like i have these things to right offer. right right who do you bring to mm-hmm. like fuck well there's yeah there's that nigger and then there's the nigger that that actually travels um and travels has, and yeah. has money and this that or whatever but they're posturing and positioning in the same way because there's this value on travel as a as a status as a marker of status yeah. That a cross section of niggas are perpetuating yeah. mm-hmm. as like a thing that's like important. Yeah. You know? So I could see that. I remember I asked um Shea Butter Bay if he had a passport. Mine actually expired. I don't mm-hmm. have a passport right now. Mm-hmm. So I asked him and he's like, Yeah, I got a passport. And I was like, babe, I don't have one. I was just asking a regular question. He's like, Oh. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> like, it's cause it's like a status thing. Yeah, I was like, I don't have one. Mine expired, my last birthday. Like Yeah. I mean traveling is like, you know. It can add value to your yeah, life. Yeah, totally. Shit. Experiencing there is, there is new great shit. things yeah. about travel. We're not mm-hmm. like discounting that. But when you weaponize that shit, exactly to put down other people or to say that like or to, or to position yourself above others, like that's not the point of any of this shit. Yeah, at yeah. all. Mm-hmm. The fuck, yo? Why my homegirl at work, white woman? She said on white people <laughs> dating apps. Uh-huh. Us is the camel. For white people, white men, they love to sh- have a big ass fish that they've killed. 
Oh yeah, yeah, like yeah. Like on some like I'm uh-huh. a man. Right. I can bring you yeah. fish. Well, there's always like a big <laughs> animal photo, right? So it's either like niggas on a camel, somebody caught a big fish, or like they're posing with like there was the big cat photo for a long time. Yeah. It's like you're mm-hmm. you're you're traveling and now you're gonna pose with like with whatever tiger or shit is, you know, available on the fucking reserve or yeah. wherever the fuck. Yeah, I mean, you know, just like a nice picture of yourself maybe would be cool. Yeah, and a lot of your guidelines and standards, no filters or like swipe right if you got to add it. I mean, swipe left if you got an attitude. Mm-hmm. Swipe left if your standards are ones of a normal person. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. What the fuck? A lot of men spend time in their bios talking about all the shit that they don't want and like i don't know anything, anything about you about but it's just you. all these things about like what you hate about women don't have an attitude don't be full Swipe of drama if you, got a if you all about this if you have a weave if you if you're crazy if you be like a whole list of stuff and i'll be like you know what i'm actually none of these Swipe things left but if you also do the i don't feminisms. like you <laughs> like, right what if you're like a man-hating black feminist that'll be in there it's, it's so fucking strange mm. and when i'm on so, when i'm on apps i search for men and women and i will say i don't know what's with the app black mm-hmm. but that's a new dating app right new-ish? yeah newish there's some strange things happening there so <laughs> <laughs> i have a search for men and women and for some reason I'd never see women. I see a woman like every 20 men. Mm-hmm. Every, yeah, every 20 men, I see a woman. So I switched it. Like, let me just do it for woman to woman to see. So I see mad, I see more women now, but all the women have like Snapchat filters. So it's strange. Mm. It's a strange place. Yeah. Like every single picture is just your bunny. Like, no. Mm-hmm. Then. Is that the only place where you've seen women profiles do that? Yes. Oh, wow. That. And then there are men in the app who've said they're women. Mm. So you're in the woman thing. Mm. And it's not a bug. It's like they have decided to say that they're a woman, I guess, so they can find women who are into women. Right. Y'all are fucking gross. Get the fuck out of the woman section, Mm -hmm. okay? What the fuck? There are women who are actually bisexual, who are searching for two. You can do it that way. Mm -hmm. Like, what the fuck if if you're looking for that? There's no need for you to be in the space that's just for women looking for women. Get the fuck out of there. Y'all get on my fucking nerves. Like, what are you doing here? And, like, the way the black app works is that, like, when you swipe to the next person, first you see, like, a little silhouette. So there's, like, a woman silhouette Mm -hmm. and a man silhouette. It'd be a woman silhouette, and then it'd be a nigga. Like, oh <laughs> what the? F- what like? That's whack. Why are you here? Mm-hmm. Get on my nerves. Mm-hmm. And I don't like when people don't follow the rules, the segments. To stay on your yeah. side. I'm over here because for some reason this app does not work for people who are looking for both. If you're like gendered, you know, gendered in that way. But like, get out of here. Mm-hmm. Go away. Go That's whack. Away. It could, maybe it's work. called the, the app maybe it has a bug where it doesn't help when you're looking for both I don't know mm-hmm. what the fuck it's annoying yeah I hate the so apps. now I'm using Tinder for women okay and black for men oh my god it's annoying that's a lot of apps <sighs> like it's really not a lot of apps but it's a lot of dating apps just because dating apps just can be so fucking like just tiresome exhausting yeah I'm glad I don't have sugar um, sugar. Shea Butter Bay. Because sometimes mm. I'd be like, look at this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
girl shakes his head. <laughs> oh my goodness. All right. Well, I'm wishing you the best of luck in that area. And um just want some summer fun, you know? Yeah, I want you to have it, yo. You know? I want you to have summer fun. I would also like to explore and tap into my ethical non-monogamy, but um that your life. <laughs> well, it's also like the thought of this of hitting a dating app again, it's like exhausting it's no, no. exhausting i think that um i think i'm gonna meet whoever else in life mm. and like in real life because i right. meet people in real life in apps i don't just depend on um apps so that's helpful yeah. it makes it so i can like swipe sometimes mm-hmm. and then put my phone and not swipe for like weeks so that's helpful but um yeah i feel you I, yeah, yeah i just i, I just you. can't be bothered i feel you i can't be that. bothered with them when i'm single and now that i'm seeing someone i i cannot be bothered now either it's mm-hmm. just i don't know man no, i feel you i haven't been on one in long mm-hmm. really long time mm-hmm. and it's not until maybe like sometime because the pictures so be so dumb and i just be looking Y'all, like you oh you think you're funny i'm not like, look at this they guy they funny he thinks he's funny this guy thinks he's uh the smartest and, guy oh sorry have to say this mm-hmm. real quick mm-hmm. real quick entrepreneur is not a job <laughs> it's not a job okay brothers entrepreneur is not a job okay it's not mm-hmm. all right okay i agree it is not if you're it's an entrepreneur not. right mm-hmm. and you own a business or you're starting a business mm-hmm. or whatever however you are self-employed it is still a type of business it is it is a name for whatever the fuck that is yeah like whatever so you do is like, a name for that the fuck if you mm-hmm. sell fucking oils at a fucking table mm-hmm there's a name for that. Mm-hmm. You don't I'm an entrepreneur. Like, what the fuck do you do? That's another that, but that's like another class category. That's like another like um. It just lets me know you're thing, stupid. I don't know entrepreneurs. They're like someone will present them mm-hmm. as like no, 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 this great entrepreneur, and they'll be like, "Hi, I'm blah blah blah, and I owned blah 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 blah." Like mm-hmm. they'll say what the fuck the business right. is or the industry that their business is in. They don't be like. I entrepreneur i just assume they work at vandalay industries if, i like, assume that's what comes people up. who are to say that they're entrepreneurs over and over again as if there's a profession mm-hmm. they don't have a job that's what vandalay industry is, is. yep oh they don't mm-hmm. have a job they it's may a have they may reference. have an income they're probably like finagling different things mm-hmm. and doing that or whatever but like whatever it is you're doing you you haven't figured out a way one i'm thinking of men so mm-hmm. i always think they're lying so they're lying and they don't have a job but I'm sure that there's other people because I'm thinking outside of men and I don't want to offend y'all who are doing something that they haven't quite made a title for or something yet. Mm. So maybe they might say entrepreneur in that mm. way. But I know you on these apps. Y'all are not. Okay? No. Probably still sell. Oh, people don't really sell crack like that no more. But like, what the oh. fuck? Oh my. It's annoying. It is. Best of luck to everybody who is navigating them dating app streets. We wish you the best. Yes. And we affirm bountiful connections for you. Word. Um, with that guy, the one guy who posts a decent picture of himself. Or women who are not using um Snapchat filters. Yeah. I don't know, Shay. We'll hmm. see. All right. Well, um, thank you for this from your stream of consciousness list. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna move on from this list. <laughs> Um, I uh, I wrote a lot of ridiculous shit on this list let's move on let's move on we'll save some of this for another time I think this conversation about there's a conversation about funnel cake to be had but I don't think we need to do it today 
Okay. All right, cool. So today in colorism, yeah. Natalie Emmanuel, who is the actor from Game of Thrones who plays Miss Sandy. Mm-hmm. Natalie Miss Sandy? Miss Sandy. <laughs> or whatever. One of the one of the writers said that name super weird. I'm like, isn't this your show? Don't you know the character's name? The fuck? She's what? only been on the show for how many fucking seasons? Yeah, like what? what's going on here? Don't, we'll get to that though. Yeah. Anyway, so the actor who plays Masande was on Twitter and there was this conversation. Matthew Cherry, who's a popular uh, Twitter hot taker and I guess he's a filmmaker, was on Twitter like doing a, a casting or like a, like a fake fun casting for a live action Princess and the Frog film. Which we don't need. <laughs> Nobody needs that. No one asked no for one that. No one asked for that. But no one He's a live action frog for whole for whole thing. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to see that. I got hidden beef, so yeah. That's fine. It's not that hidden. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so Matthew Cherry is having Twitter fun, and he asks, you know, who should be casted in this fictional Princess in the Fro- in the Frog live action film? And someone suggested Natalie, who again plays Masande. Natalie is a light-skinned black woman with what's that like three C hair? I'll say like I'll say it's in a four, like a four A, like four A three C, like a mixture. Okay, like a three C and four A. Yeah, like a mixture. Like okay. she can still do more things than us. She holds moisture more than we do, right? Like that, but her still hair still does stiff stuff. Mm. That's why I say. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. I wouldn't categorize it in the fours at all, but I feel you. Okay, but light skinned black person, possibly. I don't. I don't know if they are biracial, but they have that look. So the question was, who would play Tiana from Princess and the Frog? And someone rec- someone suggested her on Twitter, and she said, nah, that part has to go to an even more melanated sister. Acknowledging that not every role is for every black person. Yeah. So even though she is a black woman, playing the role of Tiana in a live-action Princess and the Frog film is out of her lane because Tiana is a... For anybody who doesn't, who's lived like under a rock, I guess, or is unfamiliar, Princess and the Frog uh, is a Disney film. It is the first Disney film that was supposed to feature a black princess. And of course, she plays a frog for almost the entire movie. Um, But Princess Tiana in the animated film is a dark-skinned young black Black woman yeah Yeah. so there's gonna play nala like she wasn't a whole black guy's princess even though she was a lion but she was a black woman yeah but the reason why i don't lean into that is because they really felt like they had given us like our black movie like these are all animals and but they feel like they gave it to us again yeah they did it we still haven't got it right but we didn't get it you're right right and the princess was a fucking frog the whole fucking movie and he was a live action you know what let's move on yeah that was a waste (laughs) but anyway the reason why i brought it up is because um this is an example of a light-skinned actor using their voice and saying no this role is not for me we know that in hollywood light-skinned actors women in particular are often chosen to play roles where they would where they are light-skinned women are chosen to play roles period so so done <laughs> right, Zoe Saldana was notoriously and famously cast to play Nina, um, Nina Simone. Simone in a film. We will never forget Zoe Saldana. We will never, never forget that you fucking did this. Never. And um, she actually wore prosthetics instead of what she could have did was say, "I would love to play Nina, but this role is she not for me." Said, nah, that part has 
to go to an even more metalated system. Yeah, <laughs> she, she could have said that. She could have said that. It's not hard. It's not hard to turn down a role because someone else should take it, especially yeah. if you hold any type of privilege. If you hold light skin privilege, like step aside and say, no, this 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 role should go to a dark skin woman. Yes. Especially when you know that like there is no, we know that black women period regardless of the shade are not being properly cast in roles Roles. we know that opportunities are slim pickings they are even slimmer if you are a dark-skinned woman and even slimmer if you're not slim like just like no that's true that's true that's true that's true but anyway i wanted to point that out it's legit that easy to be like no this is not for me this Mm -hmm. is not the space that i should occupy yeah and so, yeah, yo, take uh, Natalie Emmanuel's lead and don't play yourself when you know you're not supposed to be taking up space. Yeah. You know, in a certain way. So, yeah. do you want to get into news that's not news? Yes, let's do it. All right. In a world where Don Lemon is considered a respectable news anchor, in a world where people respect Don Lemon. Queen and Jay bring you news that's not news. News that should be news, but it ain't news. Because mainstream media wants to feed you the same three stories about transracialism in three different ways. With a special segment by Don Lemon. So here's news that's not news. Jay, do you want to tell listeners what news that's not news is all about? Yes, news that's not news is when we discuss stories that are either not covered in mainstream news or have been covered but maybe didn't get enough attention or weren't covered in the ways in which we would cover it. Yes, so today's news that's not news story is sourced from BBC.com. And the headline says, just to give you a little info, United States dilutes UN rape and war resolution. So, salute, salute, salute. <laughs> I like how you did that. Mm. So what is that? So the UN rape and war resolution, also known as the Security Council resolution, was submitted by Germany. And it was a resolution for dealing with victims of sexual violence yes. in war yeah in right? war because one, a, a war tactic is oftentimes rape rape of whatever women yes. are on the opposing almost all the time side right yeah, yeah. No, rape and sexual violence is yes. a part of that this resolution was about how we remedy that stuff give women health care for the sexual violence that's been committed mm-hmm. to them as a global community yes right yes thank you jay for mm-hmm. that sis So the Trump administration, because of their opposition to abortion, has led to the watering down of this resolution because they don't want to hear anything about helping a woman abort a child that she may have received through rape Mm -hmm. and any other um, sexual raw crimes, which is just like, I hate them niggas. Yeah. (laughs) Um, So they ask that the U.S. remove all references to sexual and reproductive health from this resolution. Um, I'm reading this from the article. Um, The remove phrase read, recognizing the importance of providing timely assistance to survivors of sexual violence, urges United Nations entities and donors to provide non-discriminatory and comprehensive health services in line with Resolution 2106. So that was the removed phrase right but wait there's more that phrase did that sound like a lot to you or like uh recognizing the importance of providing timely assistance to survivors of sexual violence no yeah uh non-discriminatory and comprehensive health services nope that sounds fine yeah so that what i just read was 
actually a revision because what there was originally said they didn't like. So this sounds like really soft language that they out they all they also changed to something to be a little even more diluted. Mm-hmm. And recognizing the importance actually Yeah, it could be stronger, but okay. Yeah. But it's in there. Yeah. So um the line that was compromised for the one that I just read mm-hmm. was um, I'm just read it from here. Yeah, this is so. This is the initial one. This is the initial okay. one. Um, this line was thought to be compromised from earlier version, which included a more detailed description of the health services. Um, this is the exact quote, including sexual and reproductive health, psychosocial, legal, and livelihood support, which is exactly what it is. Right. So it started out as that, and then they diluted it to re- recognizing the importance mm-hmm. of providing timely sentence and then they diluted it to something even more but that's not an article i guess it's just so diluted that it's just yeah. like nothing the, the, <laughs> essentially yeah and and a part of the problem with this is that it's not like the language is the reason why these resolutions exist is because the language is supposed to actually help dictate action right yeah. mm-hmm. and so if your language is watered down like this right so it, it's the initial language being including sexual and reproductive health psychosocial legal and livelihood support and the watered down resolution is just recognizing the importance of assistance to survivors recognizing and urging donors in the un to provide non-discriminatory and comprehensive health ser- the comprehensive health services are up for interpretation yeah you know what i'm what, saying that can mean anything for it, anyone exactly and it also takes away the lack of ur- i mean the need sense of, of sense of urgency right that should be taken the other language to me provides that more and is very specific as mm-hmm. to what these things are and what are the services that we are going to provide for people mm-hmm. who have been raped yeah. as a result of war. And language like sexual and reproductive health, first of all, that doesn't even say or or outline abortion. Mm-hmm. But I think that, that that they would have such a visceral, visceral reaction to even the implication that this could include abortion. Like yeah. if you are fucking raped by if you're fucking raped by anyone yeah. if you're raped by anyone but if we're talking here in in the context of like a war crime yeah. you know what i'm saying you should not have to carry that pregnancy to term mm-hmm. okay that that should be your choice as a victim of sexual assault yeah. and a victim of a war crime of war like what mm-hmm. i don't know um so the diluted version of the amendment um the, was this is passed. the third one the third the, watered the, down yeah, version was passed with a vote that was 13 to 0 and russia and china abstained from voting and i want to say that the united states russia and china were the ones who were like nah change this this mm-hmm. is not u.s let the u.s led that mm-hmm. but russia and china was like in cahoots like yeah that like did the u.s abstain or did they the U.S. didn't abstain. So they, they voted because we changed all the language. Okay. But when they first was like, the first thing, the U.S. was like, what is, you know, what is this? And China yeah. and Russia was like, yeah, what is that? And mm. then they did the other one. And then the U.S. was like, wait, 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 what is this? And then China and Russia was like, yeah, what is that? Mm-hmm. Then they diluted it. And then Russia and China was like, nah, we're not going to even vote. Yeah. Wow. And so they didn't include in the article what the final... Oh no! I didn't. Um, no, they didn't uh-huh. have who the all the other nations that were right. involved in this vote. No, no, no. I meant what the final what the final. Oh version no, no, no. Was. They mm-hmm. didn't. They didn't. But I don't know all the American histories 
especially when it pertains to like a lot of the whiteness. Mm-hmm. But it's I'm, all bad, all bad. <laughs> but I, since when we rock with Russia and China this hard? Yeah. Since yeah. when Russia and China rock with us this hard? Mm-hmm. What is happening? Mm-hmm. What has happened to our Wakanda? <laughs> <laughs> the fuck mm-hmm. i don't i'm gonna be i don't really pay attention to like a lot of international stuff yeah but i know that they they didn't fuck they don't bang they don't, they don't they, fuck with we us didn't, we didn't bang yeah like like mm-hmm. that's that's a big shift it's a huge shift it's scary it's dangerous and it's something to keep in mind when we decide to or not to go to the polls and vote and so like people who were saying that trump and hillary are the same i was one of those people very stupid but (laughs) did you say that they were the same yeah only because for me it's um because i don't think internationally i think about okay um whiteness and how it affects me in america okay that's you know you as an able-bodied person yeah yeah yes Mm -hmm. um so that's like i guess um kind of not anthrosexual, but like me just being very American mm. and just thinking about how when I vote for a president. And the president of the United States doesn't just make decisions for me in the USA here. Mm-hmm. But that is a lot of, that has been a lot of my thinking. Okay. So it was just like white person, white person. <laughs> like, yeah. White person that I find problematic, white person that I find problematic. Like mm. that's why I equated yeah. them. But yeah. like, nah right. at, not at all mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like no yeah i remember feeling um like i did vote for hillary but i remember feeling like not feeling I good voted about for it because i voted for kanye so yeah i remember I that, that i wasn't ballot. gonna out you but you did it no it's yeah, okay you, you i'm in a blue state so i had i had the safety to play those games play those games right. so i live mm-hmm. in a blue state that's mm-hmm. blue a lot of like all the time for presidential yeah. things so yeah. that's why Right. Yeah, but I voted for Hillary and I didn't feel good about it. Like I didn't I felt I felt I felt sad. I felt mm-hmm. sad that those were my options. I didn't feel empowered. I didn't feel like that's what we were like fighting for. So it was upsetting, but I will say knowing that like you niggas, you white niggas actually like voted for Trump and like this actually like happened that mm-hmm. that, that was actually like a for real possibility of like Oh, th- y'all really? Oh, y'all okay? Oh, y'all are serious? Like in this like toxically white, horrible, violent way? Vote! Like I don't care what happens. I don't care which one of these Democrats gets the nomination. I really don't. I'm going to like vote for whoever that person is. I will too, but it's looking funny over there. <laughs> it is looking funny. <laughs> it's looking funny it is there. looking funny. Oh, the one's called Uncle Joe. Like, please hang it up, sir. It is looking funny. Hang it up, son. It is like fucking flavor love over there. Yes, it's really, um, it's really something. Yes. It's something. But I would like Uncle Joe to hang it up. Um, that ain't my uncle. No, he's not my uncle either. But I know people like to call him that. But please hang it up. Yeah. Keep it. Do you want to take a break? Yeah, let's take a break. Money, 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 money. <laughs> money! Do you know what this year is? Whatever year is all about. Yeah, but like... Giving black women year. your money. Yes, give okay. black women your money. Hashtag pay black women, okay, yo. Okay, okay. So, so how do they give black women their money? Well, they can start by giving us their money. Oh, yes. Yes. We do this dope-ass Women is Race Nerd podcast every motherfucking week. Every week. week. 
sometimes and, twice um, a week yeah yo <laughs> and we could use your loving motherfucking donations um, we definitely can absolutely so how can you do that you can go to our website yo tvsqueenandj.com hit that donate tab mm-hmm. and we have two options there so two can, two you become a patron or you can just donate through PayPal. Yep. You choose. We mm-hmm. give you a choice That's right. on how you give us money. That's right. If you want to donate via Patreon, we're asking all of our listeners to break us off $2 a month. That's $24 a year. And if everybody who listens does that shit, we will have everything that we need to do everything we want to do for this podcast. Everything. And if you love us so much that you want to break us off a one-time donation, a multiple-time donation, or if you don't like the the once-a-month kind of system, you can go to our PayPal and give us any amount of money. We will take that shit. We will love that shit. We will appreciate that we shit. We will use that shit. That's right. So once again, teawithqueenandj.com. Hit the donate tab and choose your donation method of choice oh my god we're gonna get money again <laughs> all the time yes and we're black all the time all right we have a pay black woman yes, yes queen yes. do you want to tell the people what our pay black women segment is all about i sure do so pay black women is a segment where we highlight either a black woman-owned business or indigenous woman-owned business we also highlight a black or indigenous organization or we highlight a black or indigenous person who just needs the money mm-hmm. right so that's what we do here people we, these women need money we highlight them and y'all give them money that's right mm-hmm. that's right that's right this week's pay black women comes from our homie uh money from queer walk who lives up in syracuse so we have talked about free black mama's bailout before that is the initiative from national bailout where people get together they raise money to pay off the bail of black mothers who are incarcerated yeah Um, mother's day is coming up right right it's a mother's day initiative for the Mm -hmm. most part so there are different branches we've talked about this before there are different branches and different bailouts that happen throughout the country and the one we're talking about today is free black mamas syracuse so just some information cash bail is a nine million dollar it's a nine billion dollar industry in the u.s more than yeah yep more than 25 percent of the quarter of a million women who are behind bars have not yet had trials. So these are in a country where they claim that you are innocent, innocent until, until proven, proven guilty. guilty. You can be in jail while you are innocent and have not been proven guilty, just waiting for your trial because you can't afford $50 bail, $100 bail, whatever the bail is that you can't afford. You're just sitting there waiting. And during this time, we know that all manner of shit could happen to you while you're incarcerated. Yes, and a lot of times... I. I'm just saying this because it's a person I know, but this is a man, but mm-hmm. I know we're talking about women mm-hmm. whom was waiting for trial and caught another case while yeah. they were in jail right. waiting for trial. Mm-hmm. Now they're like, even if they beat that one, they still have to, you know, it's just, yeah. It's not a safe place. Your mental, if you are somebody who deals with mental health issues, your mental yeah. health, um, whatever your issues are can be triggered. Your health can be compromised. Yeah. It's just not like nobody wants to be in jail. It's not a place to be for anyone, period. This is like on top of that, the possibility of like and and the certainty that there are innocent people in jail who are are just there because they can't afford to get out Mm -hmm. is whack. Moreover, 60% of women in jail have not been convicted of a crime and are waiting trial, pretrial incarceration, as we just mentioned. Mm -hmm. 
The number of unconvicted women stuck in jail is not because courts are considering women to be a flight risk. This is happening because incarcerated women who have lower incomes than any other group of people have an even harder time affording cash bail. We also know that like folks, lower income folks, black women in particular, are more likely to be arrested yeah are more likely black mm-hmm. people in particular are more likely to be arrested and charged with a crime than their white yeah, counterparts and then if you think about it we're talking about black mamas right here in particular mm-hmm. now these children most likely are maybe in the system mm-hmm. or now are living with relatives who don't right. want them to be there exactly. and things like that so it's like there's so many people affected when you fuck with black women. Mm-hmm. 70% of incarcerated black women have children. So these are mothers that we're talking about, like we just said. Hashtag free black mamas is a national effort, but in the spirit of the Jerry rescue, which is basically a group of black folks who busted Jerry out of prison for being a quote unquote fugitive slave back in the day, um, which took place in Syracuse in 1851. The free Black Mamas Syracuse bailout exists to continue the community's unique legacy of Black folks organizing to attain each other's freedom. The Free Black Mamas Syracuse Collective, which is made up of representatives from Doula for Queen, Village Birth International Unchanged, and Black Lives Matter Syracuse, are raising funds to bail Black moms out of the Justice Center so they can be with their families, preferably before Mother's Day. Contributions will be used to bail out Black moms and support Support continuing on the ground reunification efforts and assistance for them once they're bailed out. So to donate, there's a GoFundMe happening right now. We'll put the link to that in the show notes. Um, if you look up Free Black Mamas Syracuse uh, in GoFundMe, you will find it. But we will again put the link in the show notes. So to donate, you can go there or to amplify their efforts. Please share the link with the message quote Buy a Black Mama Her Freedom for Mother's Day hashtag black mamas syracuse so please check them out for more info you can contact at doula queen at gmail.com or you can check out the ig village birth intl and i'll put again all the links to nationalbailout.org and prisonpolicy.org reports with all this information in the show notes as well as the link to the gofundme dope and we'll probably share this on the social meets also um oh sure yeah. So there's more Definitely. visibility there. That's right. That's mm-hmm. right. That's right. Are you ready to get into the motherfucking pit? Let's get into the pit. I'm going to enjoy this pit because this pit, I feel it in my, my soul. Okay. Everybody strap in. I'm about to open some fucking windows. The new triple X has got to be more dangerous, deadlier, more attitude. Who the fuck is this asshole? Say what again? Say what again? I dare you. I double dare you, motherfucker. Say what one more goddamn time. Queen. Yales. Tell the people what our pit segment is all about. So essentially the pit is the opposite of our libations. These are motherfuckers, people, places, and things that are trying to steal our black joy. And we not with that shit, so we throw you in a pit because we need to retain our black joy. Yep. Yes. So that's the right. pit. That's right. So this pit is going to contain Game of Thrones spoilers. If you are not caught up with Game of Thrones season eight through episode four, 
then either don't listen to it if you don't care about game of thrones then listen to it it's fine you know what it's fucking tuesday you should have watched it by now all right but great i guess thank jay for the spoiler alert because if this was a queen podcast i would have just started fucking talking okay all right all right now i would have did a spoiler alert. okay yeah so please (laughs) please know that we are getting ready to we're not spoiling the whole episode um but we are going to talk freely and spoil some shit that we are particularly fucking annoyed about yes all right uh spoilers commence so Mm -hmm. we Mm -hmm. are thrown in a pit the writers Yes. of Game of Thrones. That is uh, D.B. Weiss and uh, David, I think, Benoff. Those are the only writers? Or those are just the ones we know? I don't know. No, I'm sure there are more. I'm, that's what I'm but saying. Them, All of them and are gone into and them. All of them. David and them. Take a look at this guy. <laughs> <Them>. <laughs> Can you get a load of this guy? All of y'all. Whose mans is this? All of y'all yeah. are in the pit. Because mm-hmm. I don't know what the fuck y'all are doing with this season. Yeah. What is this rushed ass thing Mm -hmm. like how do you have before we get into the meat of Mm -hmm. our beef Mm -hmm. how do you have a show that took how many seasons for me to fucking get to winter yeah it took forever years 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 we watched children become men and women yes like and i like the way they gradually mm-hmm. built it the writing all of that stuff i was like wow this is dope there were times when i was like okay this is taking too long because i'm impatient and yeah. a lot of our entertainment is not like that anymore like mm-hmm. doesn't do that mm-hmm. then you get to this season and it's like you just speed and just like rush and like what the fuck yeah take your time mm-hmm. right you mm-hmm. gave us that amazing foreplay yeah all this time and then you just nut in my face what is happening? <laughs> what is going on? Yup. So that's that's the first thing. Okay. And I, and I I co-signed that a little bit. Um I didn't feel like that with like the first 3 episodes, but episode 4 I feel like okay. Like this I don't feel like I am warmed up into like like fucking John and Daenerys you like made us their sorry. love. You yeah. made us wait a year for this. Yeah. A whole fucking year. <laughs> For this? Yeah. For this. For this. For this. For this. Like, I wish that I felt more intense about John and Daenerys' love so that I could feel the power struggle that's happening right now. So I could feel like... I don't even feel like he loves her all that much. Like, I just want to feel... I just feel like he don't care. He keeps side-eyeing her. Like... I want to fuck her, but that's my aunt. <laughs> but I don't even feel that intensity. I don't even like, feel it. It's just like, ah, if she wasn't my aunt, I would, you know, I'd still be into this. But even when he didn't know, he was like, ah, even when he showed up with her, he's like, ah, this motherfucker this has queen. died before. He don't give a fuck. Yeah. I've died and come back. Yeah. Fuck all y'all. Right. Well, I, I wish I that there was more. Hoes. I wish he would talk about that more. But all of that requires hoes. like actual more story more episodes that's the thing too there's usually more storyline i like the games of thrones because like they that show is like a bunch of graceful ass reads back Mm -hmm. and forth Mm -hmm. and back and forth i'm not getting enough of that um i don't know what's happening yeah i don't know what's happening that war Mm -hmm. and i understand that you were in the past and there was no electricity Mm -hmm. and then maybe you have been that dark okay but i'm watching a fucking tv show and I need to see what the fuck I need to see. Okay? Like, what the fuck? Yeah. You have a theory about that. 
Oh, I did have a theory about it. I I felt like they had they made it that dark um because CGI can be expensive, like mm-hmm. just to cut down on that shit. They said it was the long night. They said it was going to be the fucking darkest night and shit like that or whatever. So, okay, it's dark. That's what I thought, but then they um somebody on youtube there's one with like the lights are turned up and you can see so it looks like no they actually did do the cgi and then they just decided to like make it mad dark i guess so we would all fucking oh, talk so about it being white and wasting money and time yeah yeah like like our time like watching it in the dark but i know some people like that dark shit i, I wasn't here for it i didn't i, didn't I paid good that. money for my tv yeah. and i was confused yeah i felt like they were <laughs> Cause I, I felt like there were times when, like, okay, make this, make this, these few seconds dark, and like make it so I could see what's happening, you know, and not be all like, huh, huh. That wasn't exciting to me. HBO is a paid platform, right? Give the people what the fuck they pay for, Mm -hmm. like, rude. Okay, but why we're here, why we're here talking about Game of Thrones now is because on the most recent episode, episode four, they killed off one of the two black characters um, that are left. The only black woman. We know their name. Yep. Yep. Um, And they wanted to, their goal, Grey Worm and Masande, they were in love. And, they had um, plans. They had plans. They was gonna go to fucking Atlanta or some shit. Yeah, and chill. Well, is there beach? They were going to the beach. I, there's look, no beaches in Atlanta. They was going. But they had plans. Look, they would have been at Freaknik if it was happening in their time. Okay. All right. Maybe I, they were like. Maybe okay, they would have went to Miami for Memorial. Yeah, weekend. maybe Miami. They maybe they were just gonna like take a trip to like the islands. You know how you just call it the islands and you don't specify what island. You know they yeah. were gonna go to the islands. That's it. <laughs> like you know? Manhattan's not a whole island, <laughs> right? They were gonna go to the islands, uh, and I plans. feel like as black people on the show, as people who were slaves fighting for Daenerys, yes. fighting her war and shit, mm-hmm. the show, if it existed or acknowledged that any black people were fucking watching this and we have a history of slavery and shit, like... Y'all using our hashtag and shit now. Yeah, using the them as hashtag. You can't, like, keep the fucking black slave woman. Like, can she live, yo? Can she live? Here's the other thing. It's like, even in fantasy, this is a whole fantasy story, mm-hmm. Right. The black people you gotta be slaves in that like. world too. They could do mad stuff. They could be slaves. They could fucking be on a horse. And my people looking at them like, "What the fuck is that?" Yeah, there's a nigga on that name. Continues to exist. Right? In she this says hi to these white kids. White walkers are about to fucking murder you, motherfuckers. Mm-hmm. Go to war, right. and you're running from the black girl who says hello. What the fuck is wrong with you? White people in fantasy land yeah. where maybe racism cannot exist because it's a fantasy ass land and you could mm-hmm. make shit up and you don't have to base it on real actual shit that's already happening in our real fucking actual damn lives. Like, what the fuck? Yeah, I feel like it brought back like the whole feeling of like Danny being a white savior in the earlier seasons and how she went to all of these communities of color, all these lands where people of color were there enslaved and was this white savior, even her becoming the Khaleesi of this group of brown people. Yeah. 
um, becoming like their ruler and shit like that. Like this white woman comes and saves everybody, and she ends up being the one with the with keys. No sunburn. And she and with no sunburn, and she ends up being the one who rules this nation of brown people, like having the Dothraki and all of that yeah. shit or whatever. She is the one. This white woman is the one, as opposed to somebody from their own communities yeah. you know but she is the one who is able to appropriate their culture embrace their culture and become them and ascend ascend whiteness while her whiteness is the thing that gains her access yeah. to all of these things or whatever mm -hmm. and so for me like while this is fiction it's like watching the ways in which whiteness is infused in fantasy and the stories that we want to just enjoy as fiction but then we see like white people almost refused to write racism out of a story yeah like none of that a fantasy. A fantasy universe you could do there are dragons like. there is witchcraft like and none none of this had to had to be so anyway to watch this black woman sacrifice herself and for this white they queen deviate from the book so much mm -hmm. that they can literally like they're not write even, out the a lot are, of the books the are, are the books are done this right. is not there's not even a book for this season. i know that's what i'm yeah. saying they they are at a point where they are really making the shit up mm-hmm Mm -hmm. like yeah. you're not you like yeah but the concept of a black woman sacrificing herself as the mules of this world mm -hmm. the black woman sacrificing herself has found its way into this fantasy story yeah um and that was really disappointing like they were they started their lives as slaves these you, these people can't make it to the beach you know what i'm saying what? they supported this fucking white woman with the dragons the whole series yeah they can't make it out and we need to use the sacrifice they, of this black woman anybody, as a plot point as something yeah, to drive the story so many other people could have died so many so different things could have happened and then it's like out of all of the people in the boat like how is she the one that they capture like what right. are you trying to say she can't swim she mm -hmm. swims slowly like what the like i was just like what yeah is happening mm -hmm. it, was, it was just like well i feel like they they went for her intentionally it's a mad pe it was mad people it was mad boats no i know but i think that there's a um a leak in their camp like i think they intentionally oh i see what you're yeah, saying yeah like I see what you're like saying. but she was she was most likely on whatever the most important boat was i don't fucking know. i don't know they targeted her on purpose yeah i'm sure they did yeah but like you have to like i just don't like it okay i'm questioning mm -hmm. everything I don't give, i'm not gonna justify any of it yeah why did you have to pick her yeah mad people around mm-hmm could have did um Tyrion. you could have it was mad close people to her yeah that mean a lot to her yeah that would set the same tone and president or whatever mm-hmm and you pick miss sandy mm -hmm. i just like i just like saying that miss sandy <laughs> yeah masande didn't have to die she shouldn't have been killed in this way and honestly from the moment he said Let's get out of here when this this war is over. Let's go to the beach or whatever the fuck. Like I was rooting for them to make, and I know they wanted me to root for them. Like that's a part of why they put it in the story. But I think that they fail to acknowledge because they don't care and they're white men. They fail to acknowledge the weight of like watching black people in a fantasy story who are former slaves and fought the whole time for like this in service of this white woman. You know what I'm saying? Who is their savior? Okay. The weight of black people like relating to them as yeah. like former slaves and, and like seeing like, that as a part of like their history or and whatever. And seeing this black love flourish in like a 
place that is cold right. and like white n- white and hostile and which like d- did it, did it we, have to be hostile yeah right. you know it's, no of course it had mm-hmm, to be because mm-hmm. there's white people but right. like rooting for that to mm-hmm. see these people fall in love and like fucking run off somewhere and have a happily ever after which right. we are not most often ever given mm-hmm. in real life mm-hmm. like the fuck in real life or in fiction Black folks can't have a happily ever after. Annoying. Yeah. In this way, like as a literal sacrifice, you know what I'm saying? She's assassinated as a little sacrifice, a literal sacrifice in this war. She doesn't even like die in the midst of some type of battle, Battle. which I feel like would have been more understanding because everyone is dying. But like made this moment of, you know, this black woman being sacrificed, I guess, and now Daenerys has some sort of like ill battery in her back and like fucking Grey Worm. I don't know, it's heartbroken. I don't, I don't fucking know. But this was, this was like super whack. Did you get a little of this guy? <laughs> <laughs> like, who mans is this? Like dead ass. Yeah. What the fuck? Yeah. Yeah. Um, while we're here, I just want to remind everybody that um, the two main writers of this show are the writers who wanted to make a story about um, the Confederacy and like what if the Confederate had won and like shit like that. And I guess tell that from some sort of quote unquote interesting story. I don't know. But we've seen what they can do. And um, it's annoying. Yeah, it so. is highly annoying. Mm-hmm. You would never get me again yeah unless i don't know you wrote the show i'm watching <laughs> and based on what i know about things. you you will not know i know i don't research right, things right, right. Look at this show. but i'll tell you yeah, don't worry you i'll will. tell you yeah. if, if i know of it happening yeah so i think we did a show we did a motherfucking show if you have RSVP'd for Pod and Live NYC, we will see you there. We are super excited about this year. Please come out. If you RSVP, do not forget about that shit. We will be there, rain or motherfucking shine. Mm-hmm. Um, I did. I want to talk about accessibility just yes. real quick because mm-hmm. we talked about that a little bit yeah. earlier. Um, so the the space that we frequently use at Vaughn, the downstairs space is not wheelchair accessible, and so we we acknowledge that it's not wheelchair accessible and is something that we are aware of and have thought about the reason why we continue to use the space at Vaughn is because the staff there treats us great Arturo lets us do whatever we want and as black women for us that's not an experience that we have had frequently Mm -hmm. um financially cost wise because our events are free events that we do this is a space that is within our budget yeah and so when when we think about this and when we think about like okay what are other wheelchair accessible spaces that we can use all of the free spaces like we're new yorkers we have friends and connections and yada 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 all of those spaces right now are wheelchair inaccessible Mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying and so we we what i what i did do was included accessibility information in the evite which i realized is something that i have never done before is put the information there so like somebody doesn't have to come to us and say hey what's the wheelchair accessibility so done that and i will continue i will do that going forward forward with our events make sure that we include accessibility information and we also are looking if you are someone who has a space that is wheelchair accessible that is reasonably priced where we can do the things that we like to do that have a lot of black folks where we are 
treated well, where we are not harassed by security, where we can have a free ass, black ass, good time. Like, let us know if you're somebody who has money and wants to pay for whatever event space that is accessible that we decide to rent. Let us know. Like, we're open to that shit. We are looking for that shit. So it's not something that we haven't thought about and haven't considered. It is something that has been a challenge for us. Mm -hmm. And we acknowledge that that challenge puts folks who need wheelchair access at a disadvantage and that it's not fair and it's not right. And it's something that we are working to address. This is where we are right right now. now. And we we want to do better we want to be better and we would appreciate support from the community in being able to do that and by the community i mean the white listeners who have money to give us so that we can pay and spend money um and continue to put money into free events in spaces that can accommodate all of us yep so that is that if you have any um we're always open to comments and feedback on that shit um, you can always hit up our team mail, tbwithqueenandj at gmail.com. And uh, yeah, if you have feedback for what I said about this, I'll take that too. Every time I hear the word feedback, I think of Janet Jackson. Oh, okay. That song. I don't because you're, I mean, I like Janet, but you're like a fan. Feedback, feedback. Even though that video was weird. She started playing in a bowl of Cocoa Puffs at some point, but whatever. <laughs> back to the show i wish that this podcast could capture the way that i was staring at queen i didn't mean i didn't mean to stare like that i had to catch no, myself it was foolishness. i was really trying That's to process I, was at the video. I was like what are you doing I was how video. did we get here i know i blame justin Ooh. but how do we get here oh man yeah oh gosh <laughs> it happened. oh janet oh, we love you we love you. Don't, don't <laughs> ever change. Don't ever change. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh all right. All right. All right. All right. Uh, while while the downstairs space of Pod and Live NYC is not wheelchair accessible, the upstairs space is. There is a bar there as well. So if you are, if you do require wheelchair access. Again, all this information is in the Eventbrite, but if you do require wheelchair access, the second door of entry at the main level is wheelchair accessible. There is a bar up there. We will be up there hanging out periodically or whatever. You are welcome to come and hang out and all that shit or whatever. And again, we apologize for the bullshit of inconvenience that is inaccessibility. Yeah. Okay. Tell them the social media Yes, you can follow us on the social media. We are on Instagram and Twitter at T with QJ. We are also on Tumblr and Facebook. Just search for T with Queen and J. Send us T-mail at T with Queen and J at gmail.com. You can donate to us on our website, T with Queen and J.com. Be sure to like, rate, subscribe fucking comment recommend us give us five stars everywhere mm-hmm. we're five star chicks we yep. need that that shit helps other people find the show what i've been doing now if i listen on apple Podcasts, anytime i listen to a podcast that i like i just hit the star i just hit five stars that's mm-hmm. it um it's an easy thing to do if you don't have time to like write a whole review fucking tap that five stars yo yeah, it helps like, people find us tap the heart on soundcloud tap the heart on Castbox. like all of them have that option yeah just tap it there's yeah. hearts on stitcher tap mm-hmm. it it's important that people know that folks fuck with tv queen and jay and are listening to the show and support and love what we do yes. right yeah okay hashtag pot and live nyc hashtag black lives matter hashtag say her name hashtag 
Tea with QJ. Mm-hmm. Hashtag pods and color. Hashtag pod and live. Hashtag NYC. pod and live. Hashtag Marsha's plate. Hashtag unpack BG. Hashtag bag ladies. Hashtag queer walk. Hashtag queer walk pod. Hashtag sexually liberated woman. Hashtag maybe he doesn't hit you. Mm-hmm. Hashtag you okay sis? Yep. Hashtag all black lives matter. Stop killing trans women. Trans lives matter. Mm-hmm. Stop erasing black Latinx people, you fucks. Yo. Hashtag that. I guess you Hashtag just... on site, because that's how I feel when yeah, I do that. man. Stop it. The Stop. Fuck? Please. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag disability to white. Hashtag film this. Hashtag Spoonie chat. Hashtag all that stuff. This podcast yes. was created, produced, by a black girl named Naima and a black girl named Janicia with editorial support by a black girl named Sam Riddell. Ow. T with Queen and Jay, we turn up responsibly. Yes, we do. Peace. Ramadan Mubarak! Woo! Beep, 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 beep.